Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Obviously, the whole world is focused on this war between Israel and Hamas. And so far, it appears that uh, the Israeli death toll has passed 1,200. The um, the Palestinian death toll seems to be approaching that number as well. It is somewhat difficult to get accurate information out of there. The headlines that we're seeing, the images that we're seeing, are enough to make the most cold-hearted person weep. And obviously emotions are quite high. One of the people that we have had on this program from time to time is Debbie Schlussel. Debbie Schlussel is an attorney. We take advantage of her expertise as a film critic from time to time. She's been a blogger, uh, an author. She's uh, run for office. And she is the most pro-Israel person that I know. And because she is a regular on this program... A lot of people that listen to this program, uh, they check out her Twitter from time to time and they feel the need to alert me when her tweets are a little, you know, a little out of the norm of what you see on Twitter or formerly known as Twitter. And that has been happening quite a bit this week. And I'll be honest, a lot of the tweets that I've seen from Debbie seem to be a little over the top, not necessarily anti-Hamas, but kind of anti-Palestinian. So, But the reality is these tweets reflect a lot of what I've heard from our audience about how they think Israel should handle this conflict. So I thought to myself, let me invite Debbie on. Not only can she give voice to what some elements of our audience believe to be true, but maybe I can challenge her on some of these tweets that I feel are a little hyperbolic. And then two realizations struck me almost immediately. One, Debbie is much more informed about the situation in the Middle East than I am, so I'll try and retort one of the things that she says and that she'll just bury me in uh, 500 years, 5,000 years of history and context that I will be powerless to retort to. Additionally, not only is she more informed than I am, she's smarter than I am. So even if I was more informed than she was on a given subject, she could use her powerful and seasoned debate skills to make me look like even more of a fool than I am. So I had the rather brilliant idea to recruit someone that is incredibly well-informed and who comes at this issue from a bit of a different perspective. No, he's not a uh, spokesperson or a publicist for Hamas, but he does think that, you know, we should do things like take into account the innocent lives of Palestinians. I don't want to speak for where he's coming from on this, but he's been a guest on this program many times before, especially when he's in a convenient time zone for us, or for him, rather. And uh, that seems to be the case today, where he's joining us live from England. And I'm talking about independent journalist 
Michael Tracy. Let me welcome both uh, Debbie Schlossel and Michael Tracy to the program. Debbie, uh, good morning. Thanks so much for getting up early or staying up late with us. Good morning. Thanks for having me on again. And Michael, thank you for joining us across the pond. I know it's quite early for you, not as early as it is for those of us that are in the United States. It's never too early for you, Frank. All right. Uh, Debbie, so kind of set the parameters of um, of the situation in the Middle East right now. Give us your overall view, your take on what's occurred and how you think Israel should handle this uh, going forward. Well, you know, the problem is that you have characterized any of my tweets regarding this matter as over the top. The fact is that Jews, including myself, we're off the grid observing a Jewish holiday called Simchat Torah. They were not bothering anybody. In fact, unfortunately and incredibly, they were not even paying attention to their own borders or any of their intelligence or maybe had the worst intelligence in the world. And all of a sudden were overtaken by barbarians. And anybody who says that calling out barbarians and their supporters who elected them in a vast majority, anybody who says that that is over the top is maybe a little bit too complacent and maybe should experience what happened over the weekend to these innocent people. Um, And Israel, by the way, says that there are now about over a thousand casualties, possibly by some numbers, over 2,000 of just Jews. There are also over 2,000 that are permanently maimed. There are many who've been kidnapped. And we know, and this unfortunately has been very um, less covered by the media, there have been many rapes of women and so on. Um, Israel did not do this to the Palestinians. And by the way, One of the women who was kidnapped, her son thinks she's dead, is a woman named Vivian Silver. And she is characteristic of a lot of these people that were kidnapped. Um, Vivian Silver is a quote-unquote peace activist. She's actually, unfortunately, very foolish and naive um, and should know better. She spent her life trying to get peace with the Palestinians. She would go to the border at Gaza. She would drive these Palestinians who were sick to Israeli hospitals for care, where Israeli Jewish doctors, some Arab doctors, but mostly Israeli Jewish doctors and nurses would gladly treat and help them. There is not the reverse example in Gaza. The reverse example is uh, Jewish dead bodies, as we saw over the weekend, women who've been raped and then grabbed and taken to uh, Gaza and are kidnapped right now, that's the reverse. You don't see people, first of all, you don't see Israelis dying to get into Gaza to go to their hospitals. They have Palestinian doctors there. Nobody wants to go to their hospitals, not because anyone is depriving them of medical supplies or anything else, um, which I'm sure your next, uh, your guest, other guest is going to say, he's already tweeted, Mr. Tracy, that Israel is not to be believed about the 40 babies that have been murdered when it's all known that, in fact, families were shot up and, and that there are many cribs and strollers and so on 
that have a lot of blood in them and no babies, and those babies. I didn't wait. Hold on, I, I, I never found. said that. Well, so, uh, Mike, I'm gonna get. So he did say that. Uh, well, he put, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let no, Michael respond. She, she's starting out by just rattling off a complete lie. I mean, that's bizarre. But well, no, uh, Mike, I'm, I'm gonna have you respond in a second. And he also said Israel's not to be believed because Jews are always liars. Whoa, this whoa. Is the language what? the Nazis used Frank, is also Frank, hold on, Frank, 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 Debbie, Debbie, De- Debbie hang, hang on one second. Let me let Michael respond because I, I didn't see that uh, that tweet uh, either. It didn't happen. She just made it up. No, I did um, not make well, it up. Is there you a, have a tweet that the 40 it, babies is not to be believed. And of Go course, ahead and you, read the quote. Read off the quote Read you the quote. said Israel quote. and Ukraine are not to be believed. You said Go the ahead and read the quote. is not true. You said that. You have a... Okay, Frank, can I speak? Yeah, uh, Debbie, let me uh, let Michael respond. You can continue your respond. propaganda, your anti Okay, well, let me let Michael respond. Okay, well, unfortunately, Debbie just making up a total lie is a bit characteristic of her and manner in which she and others well, uh, Debbie, you, Mike, Michael, you, didn't, Michael didn't interrupt you, right? you. Uh, Michael didn't interrupt you Debbie let, let Michael speak and then I'll be happy to have you respond I mean the irony is I think what she's referring to is just either a total lie on her part or a discrediting misconstrual and indicative of her lack of reading comprehension because what I said last night on Twitter having to do with the claim of 40 babies being killed was in a criticism of people who were kind of nihilistically saying, oh, it can't possibly be true that Hamas might have targeted the 40 Israeli babies because it was being reported on by an Israeli television outlet that I personally appear on regularly and whose journalistic credibility I was affirming. Okay, so Debbie is out to lunch somewhere where she didn't understand the point at all and uh, interpreted that diametrically opposite to what I was actually saying. Um, on the point of Ukraine, I'm not sure what she's referring to. I'd love to hear the direct quotes. But And by the way, I just want to rebut her false claims first, and then I'll give my general point. On the point of Ukraine, um, you know, from the outset of the Ukraine war, as you know, Frank, I've been skeptical of kind of for the prevailing foreign policy consensus of the United States on that, that subject, because what has it led to a year and a half later, well, it's just ineluctable, intractable escalation. 